You know what I love? I love working without working. Understand? You don't understand what I mean? Well, let me enlighten you, okay? Anchor does all the hard work of setting up and managing your podcast distribution. They'll even find potential sponsors. The only thing you have to do is show up and record. That's the easy way. Good afternoon, everyone. You're listening to the Modern Fedora Podcast, episode 78. My name is Dominic Meyer, and I'm your host for today, and this is my co-host, Noah the Kid Hernandez. Call me Billy. Today, we have a great show lined up for you, as always, of course, because it's not like we'd give you garbage content for no reason. No, that would be against our core values, which, you know, we have like, a whole like what's the word i'm looking for like we have a whole saying that we have to recite when we come in mm. pay respect <laughs> no oath i'm kidding we have an oath we have to take a an oath we have to swear on the name of podcasting it's it's a whole big thing whole deal. <laughs> but today we've got three segments lined up hopefully we have time for them all they're going to be the more you know nobody asked and would you rather the returning champ for the end? Sounds good. I'm excited. All right. Welcome to our first segment. The more, you know, this segment is pretty much how it sounds. We always hear these random facts and we're like, you know what? That's interesting. But when am I ever going to need that information? You kind of never know when you're going to need that information, right? Like someday it could save your life or make you sound really cool, but probably not. Maybe if either you play way, Jeopardy or something, you'll have it. <laughs> if you played, yes, we could help you go on to win Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. We only ask for a small twenty-five percent small cut. I mean, we got to split between small. the all three of us, so. <laughs> yeah think about it. we have we have people to feed like ourselves <laughs> <laughs> yep but anyway we have a big list of facts to go through so we're just going to go through them kind of rapid fire type style sounds good so, you can go first All pick right. your poison <laughs> this one says There are 293 ways to make change for a dollar. This includes change in dimes, quarters, and combinations of the two. Wow. (laughs) That hurts my brain. Yeah, I'm not even... I'm terrible at math, so I'm like, I'll just have to take the word for it. But that's... I never, like... No. Who, who, (laughs) Who had the time to figure out the 293 different ways to make change for a dollar? Yeah. So let us know if you're a banker. Do you have to remember? Do you have to memorize all 293 ways to make change for a dollar? Ooh, that. Glad I'm not a That's banker. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Here's another one. Rubber bands will last much longer when they're refrigerated. When a rubber band is placed in the fridge, it causes the polymers to relax. This keeps the band from breaking down as fast as it normally does. Interesting. I probably will not put my rubber bands in the fridge after this, but that's good to know. I don't think we even have any rubber bands. It's one of those things that we're like always out of. Really? Ours is batteries. Oh, yeah. For some reason, we'll just have random rubber bands lying around. And I'm like, what did this go to? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it'll just that's nice. appear. Oh. Yeah, whenever I need a rubber band, it's not there. It's probably right. in my fridge. <laughs> probably in your, check your fridge, and then that's where <laughs> your, rubber, your rubber bands will be. Yeah. Alrighty. This, the, next, the next one's for all you animal lovers out there. It says, the eye of an ostrich is bigger than its brain. 
says hmm. its eyes are around the size of a uh, billiard ball. One eye is also smaller than the other, which might be why they tend to run in circles. I did not know about the one eye being smaller than the other. Mm-mm. To me, that's more interesting than the brain fact, because, I mean, there's always that, like, stereotype that birds have tiny brains. <laughs> yeah. So they're saying bird brain. Yeah, bird brain. Did you know a dime has 118 ridges along the edge? I did not. Apparently, this allows the this allows people to determine if the coin is real or fake. This was implemented on all coins before the 18th century. Could you imagine counting all the ridges on a dime? <laughs> it kind of be like the guy who took the time to might find the 293 ways to make change who took the time to count 118 ridges yeah and what please if, tell me what if he missed one what if it's actually 119 exactly that's the fear or counted one twice and it's actually 117 <laughs> please tell me that we no longer have to count all the ridges in order to no, that's that, verify coins. That's not going to be us. That can be someone else. That can be our, our listeners. They can count dimes. <laughs> and let us know yes. if it was true or not. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't even imagine. That would be so much work. Alrighty. This next one is going to be interesting for anyone who has to type or write a lot for their job. This is the dot over the small letter I is called the title. The dot is an integral part of the lowercase I and J. These dots also appear over the letters in various languages. Why would it be called the title? I don't know. I guess that makes kind of sense because like titles are on yeah. top. Title has a title. It has a little <laughs> I in it. Hey, that's true. <laughs> wow. But that means there's titles with titles and titles without titles because if you spell it with all caps. Yeah, that's true. My title has a title. What do you know? That's confusing. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Um, soccer balls were once used for playing basketball. Mm-hmm. The first basketballs were not produced until 1894. This means that for three years upon the invention of the game, people were using non-regulated balls. Huh. I can't. Whatever you got. I can't imagine using a soccer ball to play basketball. Like uh, soccer ball hurts. I mean, not saying and a basketball if, doesn't, but right. Do you think a soccer ball bounces more than a basketball? Definitely not. Hmm. No, so I, just, I wonder if that would, if that would actually have helped. I mean, not with dribbling, but like shooting, because you'd hit the if you hit the backboard, it would like drop right in. Then. In theory. Right? In theory. In theory. I'm like, as someone... We'll test it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, as someone who's played both sports, a basketball definitely bounces more than uh, than a soccer ball. Right. Well, in the in the same way, I wouldn't want to kick a basketball either. Yeah, no, that would... They're not meant to... That'd be a really fun game of soccer, though. <laughs> Will you get kicked in the face of the ball? Who knows? The ball's going to go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you have to play in, like, low gravity to make it easier. Yeah. Like soccer, but you have the goals are actually like the basketball hoops. That'd be so hard. But a lot of fun. I think that's a mode on like Rocket League. Um, Oh. I think that that it'd be really hard, but it'd be a lot of fun. It would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Alrighty. This next one is good if you ever get stranded in the wilderness. It says putting sugar on a cut will make it heal faster. It says, pour some sugar on top of the wound and wrap it with a bandage. The granulates of the sugar crystals will absorb any moisture that bacteria thrive on. Sweet. Literally. I <laughs> No pun intended there. <laughs> I feel like we should contact Dr. Mike to see if this is actually real. Yes, we definitely should. Dr. Mike, if you're listening, or if someone else had to contact Dr. Mike, ask him this question. Yes. If you guys get enough follows to our show we will get a hold of dr mike get him on the show and and talk about some medical stuff yes that's an excellent idea but you have to you have to put in work i'm just gonna do it for free come on guys come on yeah it's it's gonna take some work 
if you get this show to how many listens? A hundred listens or more? No way more. Five hundred? Are you talking about this particular episode or just our show as a whole? This episode. This episode? Uh five yeah five hundred let's go way big five hundred if you get this episode to five hundred listens we will ask dr mike to come on the podcast yeah. well no we'll ask dr ask. mike <laughs> yeah he's, I will talk. he's the public <laughs> yeah. he's the pr guy <laughs> i would message dr mike and ask him to come on the podcast yes Alrighty, let's get it done let's see how badly do you guys want this chest compressions Chest compressions, chest compressions, chest compressions, chest compressions. Chest compressions. <laughs> yeah. Now, every time I watch a medical show and they don't start that, I hear him. I'm like, Dr. Mike said chest compressions, chest compressions, chest compressions. <laughs> I know, it's ingrained in my head. Yeah. At least we'll be good at CPR. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting fact. X-rays can't detect real diamonds. The reason is because the X-ray cannot penetrate or identify the materials in the diamond. Hmm. Weird. So, like, would it, like, show nothing? Or would it show, like, a Maybe, black blob? Yeah. I'm thinking probably a black blob. If it's, well, maybe a black blob if it's set against something that can be seen. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how x-rays work as far as, other like, anything other than bones. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's weird. Already, yeah. well, I don't know if we have any twins that listen to the show, but there are seven different types of twins. What? Apart from the the you know typical identical identical and fraternal twins, there are five more. They're half identical, mirror imaged, mix, mixed chromosome, and I hope I I say this right. Super fecundation. No idea. I have no idea how to say that. And super fetitation, I think. Fetation. I don't know. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> we can ask Dr. Mike about that too. So mirror image, that one's the interesting one to me. Would that be like when you put on those filters that like mirrors your face and it makes you look like way different? Would it literally be like one person's face and the other person's just the same but mirrored? Probably. Like identical, but mirrored. Probably. That's what it sounds like. Like, that is so weird. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would think means. Like, I have a I have a mole underneath my left eye. But if I had a mirrored twin, it might be under his right eye. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I have no idea. That's, that's nuts. All right. Next fact. I actually learned this one from Phineas and Ferb. So let me know if that's the same for you too. The plastic tips of shoelaces are called aglets. Yeah. These these can also be made of metal, but it's to make it easier to uh, hold while running it through the holes in the shoes. But yeah, aglets. Shout out to Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, I remember they had a little song too to go with it. Yeah. They had the whole Candace was all angry. Don't forget it. Oh, man. Dan Pavenmeyer teaching us things as children. <laughs> and we didn't even know until now. Didn't even know. Yeah. Alrighty. So penguins are flightless, but not underwater. Penguins actually fly underwater. They swim so well underwater that it seems they are, fu- they are flying. They can swim at speeds up to 25 miles per hour. What? Imagine That's you're just insane. like diving and all of a sudden you get pelted with a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> That would hurt so bad. <laughs> oh just my goodness. Did, Ow. Hmm. They, yeah, especially with the little beaks, Ooh. like little torpedoes. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd probably sound like hail if you were in like a, a submarine or something. Just <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh my goodness. All right, this one is kind of blowing my mind. Minnie Mouse's first name is not Minnie. It's Minerva. Minnie Mouse is a nickname that was given to the character. I feel like I knew this. Really? I feel like I knew because I have a friend whose name is Minerva. Right. So I feel like I heard this one time or another. 
That's cool. Like I've heard the name I've heard the name Minerva, but yeah. I didn't know that Minnie Mouse was actually Minerva Mouse. Yeah. Minnie Mouse sounds much better than Minerva Mouse. Well, especially for like the age range that it was aimed at. Can you uh-huh. picture like a small child being like Minerva Mouse? <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Next one says Tiramisu translates to take me to heaven in Italian. This implies that this dish is so good that it will take you to heaven. Now, I can attest that it is delicious. Yes. I love tiramisu. It's so good. I I rarely have it, though. Yeah. It's not something... But when you do, it is worth it. Well, I know the process is very time-consuming. Right. But it's it's good when you get a chance. You should try it. You'll experience heaven. Yes. Um, sailors working for the Royal Navy need special permission to grow their beards. Once this is approved, they are given two weeks to grow a full set before presenting himself to a master at arms. Then this person decides if the beard looks presentable enough to keep. Hmm. That is really weird. Yes, it is. Can I grow this beard? It depends if it looks good or not. (laughs) See you in two weeks, bud. (laughs) See you in two weeks. All right. Hit us with one more. Let's see. Oh, where did it all go? It all disappeared. Hold on. Okay. A jiffy is a proper unit of time. It's it is exactly one one hundredth of a second. That's slower than a plank plank, I'm not sure, which is sextillion times faster. Oh wow. So a jiffy is actually like surprisingly slower than I thought. Yeah. So be there. I'll be there in a jiffy. No, you need to be here in a plank or we're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better get here in a plank or th- we're through. Yeah. Simple answer. We're through. Deals off. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, move this segment on in a jiffy. Welcome to our second segment of the day. Nobody asked. Uh, I used to get this a lot. You know, I think we all did. You try to insert your opinion and it's just really not wanted. Nobody called for it. So we're just going to do it because we're adults and <laughs> we can just say our opinions. So what we did is we went to Cora. And we found questions that were recommended to us, to our podcast, because we do have a quarter page as our podcast, so you can ask us something if you want. But anyway, these are recommended to us. We're going to look at some of these questions and try to answer a few of them without looking at the other answers that were already given. And uh, we can't guarantee that these questions will actually be helpful. I mean, these (laughs) answers will be helpful. And... As the name implies, nobody asked. So, yeah, probably not going to be useful at all. But that being said, let's just start it. (laughs) Uh, I'll go first. First question I have is, how close can you get to a lion without it attacking you? Depends. Depends. I'm going to just throw out a random, random number. Uh, I think you could get 10 meters away. I don't know what that is. It's in, just... in feet. In, in feet? feet? Yeah. I don't know. I'm envisioning it in meters now. Why? Where, if we don't do meters. Because I was playing a game that everything is in meters. 32 feet. Oh. Yeah, that's a decent amount. About 30 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I mean, it might even be closer than that, too. I was picturing, like, just walking, but there are, like, on those uh, discovery shows where they'll be sitting in their Jeep 
and then the lions will like come right up and sit on the jeep mm-hmm. so i mean yeah i think because this is how close can you get so it's like you approaching the lion right versus i'm gonna say i don't even know 10 feet maybe 10 feet maybe wow i know that sounds really really close but like you have to of course be camouflaged you know you can't just like walk up to a lion hey look let's go pet a lion because that's not gonna work right but also if the lion doesn't think you're an imminent threat which i don't know why it wouldn't because you know we're a human not a lion then it might let you even get closer like you know just just ride that thing yeah jump right on the line let's do right it. off into the sunset i don't know how long you'd last with that but <laughs> yeah all right there's your there's your answer all right your turn this next question uh i'm just gonna say there's not an answer written for it but i thought it was just so out of this world that i need to ask it did the t-rex have feathers in 2020. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did the T-Rex have feathers in 2020? <laughs> like two years ago, 2020. Um, I've are been, they talking about a movie? I I don't. That's, there was no. That's all the question says. <laughs> there was no dinosaur movie made in 2020, so. Mm-hmm. Just did the T-Rex have feathers in 2020? I'm like, I hope not because I missed out on some big, big thing that happened in 2020. <laughs> I guess so. I will say I'm looking at my feed here and Cora be curious about dinosaurs. A lot of it is about dinosaurs. Right. Uh, I'm going to say no, the T-Rex did not have feathers in 2020. I'm going to say yes, just to throw people off that listen to this podcast yeah. like in, in, in a few years. <laughs> Be like, what? <laughs> there was we have both sides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take whichever one you want. Whichever one tickles your fancy. Exactly. Um, Can field mice find their way back? I think so. But they don't specify back to where. So. I'm assuming home. Back. Yeah. Or where they came. I'm going to say so. Definitely makes sense that they would know where they live. Otherwise, they wouldn't survive. Yeah, I mean, it's, so. it's like us us humans. You know, we know how to get to our home and back or know how to get to the store and back. Like, it just right. becomes uh, a routine, basically. Yeah, but if you took the mouse and delivered it, like, five miles away, I don't know if it could get back. Right. But if it was just going out to its local mousey supermarket... It can probably get home just fine. Yeah. I don't know. I would say, depending on the distance, yeah, it could. Yeah. Alrighty. Next one. You know, we are major foodies here at the Modern Fedora Podcast. This one says, how do I make tasty and healthy pasta in the summer? Mm. I have... uh, uh, um, opinions about this well i have questions too because there's different types of like healthy pasta Mm -hmm. like do they mean a pasta that has lots of vegetables in it that's their only qualification are they talking about like no fat pasta or like pasta without allergens like cheese or gluten or something like that Mm -hmm. says how do i make tasty healthy pasta in summer Uh, I don't know if there's really like super healthy ways to make pasta, but one of my favorite summer pastas is just like a normal pasta salad, which is like the swirly noodles and you have like a little bit of Italian type dressing like that varies. The dressing kind of varies, but then you usually have like a piece of cheese and like pepperoni and sometimes broccoli and occasionally olives, Ew. but that one, that one varies, but yeah, it's just a, a nice light pasta that usually goes along with something else during the summer. I would just say, if you want your pasta, eat your pasta. Don't try to make it healthy. It ain't, it, it, it ain't going to taste good. 
Well, I mean, there's only so healthy that pasta can be anyway. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bowl of carbs. do not support zoodles in any way. I do not like zoodles. Because, well, I've had zoodles. They're not bad, but they make the dish super runny. They're like, so wet. Yeah, exactly. So just make your pasta and just just enjoy it. Just Just eat it. Like if, no one's yeah. judging you for eating pasta. <laughs> like even even health experts say you need some carbs in your body to keep going. So right, just eat your pasta, enjoy your pasta, and that's that. Have your pasta and eat it too. Exactly. And if you're gluten free, I recommend getting brown rice noodles yeah. instead of doing zoodles because otherwise you just have a wet mess. Not that zoodles don't taste good; they have their place. They're just really wet. Or the brand Barilla, Barilla. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. They have really good uh, gluten-free pasta. Not sponsored, but mm. hey, Barilla, if you're listening, <laughs> that'd be such a random sponsor. Yeah, sponsored by Barilla Pasta. But, but wow, Barilla Pasta. There we go. Barilla Pasta. I don't know. I like pasta. I'd I'd be on board with that. I love pasta. It's, it's so good. There's so many things you can do with it too. Like you can make Alfredo, you can make pesto, you can make red sauce, you can make spaghetti, you can put it in soup. Like it's so versatile. It's so versatile. Right. You can do whatever. Um, all right. I'm gonna go to another question. Uh this one is can a predatory animal chase its prey for at least eight hours without stopping? If so, what do you think will happen? Um, I know wolves can chase their prey for a long time. I don't know about eight hours, though. I'd have to Google that, but I'm pretty sure it'd be wolves. And the what do you think would happen if it is wolves? They chase the moose for a long time, going really slow, just kind of chilling until the moose ends up really tired <laughs> and lets himself get eaten. So Yeah, I'm like... Maybe the predator can, but I guarantee you the prey could not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't be prey. Right. I'm just like, I don't know if any creature could run for it. It's like, could you run for eight hours as a human? Probably not. You know, I mean, even most races are only short distances. Right. So, like, I don't, I don't think there's any predatory animal that could chase its prey for eight hours. Yeah, and the thing is, after the animal expends eight hours of continuous energy like that, like, is it even worth that prey item? Like, I don't think an animal would stay that long on one prey just because it's not worth it. Yeah, no, it's not worth it to me. But that being said, I think the wolf is your closest answer. Yeah, I'll take his word for it. This next one just sounds really fun. I want to try it. It says, can you toast bread with a torch? Yeah, I think so. Because they do it on cooking shows. Yeah. I think, you know, you probably couldn't have white bread. You know, you'd probably need like some white bread with like maybe some butter or, you know, it couldn't Mm -hmm. just be a plain piece of bread. But I I definitely think it's it's definitely yes. Like a nice slab of sourdough and then get a little char on it. Nice. Chef's but, kiss. but yeah, that's that's a definite yes. Just watch any cooking show and you'll see it happen. Yes. French onion soup, I believe, is the one of the soups where they put the bread on the top of it and then they char it mm-hmm. with a torch. So Yeah. Which is amazing, by the way. Alright, here's one. Which animal in the zoo would be the most dangerous to climb inside of its cage? A lion. I think. Yeah, I think it would be a lion, but it's like there's so many. So we got lions, bears, uh, tigers, but see, hyenas. A bear, you know, knowing how to go with a bear, like what to do for the bear, you can fend him off. You know, like maybe be bigger, play dead, whatever. With a lion, yeah. you do bigger, play dead, you're dead either way. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, both of those are pretty scary. Tigers, I've heard, are really aggressive. That's true. So a tiger, you probably would not last long. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would get you'd straight up get Mowgli'd really fast. Yeah. Um, okay. hyenas kind of scare me just because they eat their prey alive, and that doesn't sound very pleasant. Also, but they are smaller. Yeah. But then, you know, we also kind of got to get away from predatory animals because elephants, too. A frightened elephant can oh, it's true. do some serious damage. But, I mean, if we're on that side of it, even a deer could kill you right. by just kicking you out of fear. So, Right. But, like, a deer, I feel like, would be less likely to because they're scared themselves. You know, like, you see one walking right. and they run the other way. But an elephant, say they have their baby, whatever, they're going to protect the baby over protect you and you're dead in right. seconds because it's the biggest land animal, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, ostriches and, like, emus oh are quite goodness, aggressive, too. Terrifying. They're ridiculously aggressive, so might not kill you as quickly as another animal but they are very aggressive because this also depends like what's your term of scary just fear just pure fear or like an ostrich you know won't kill you right away but will attack you and then you know like what's your term of scary like right for me i think pure sheer sheer terror i think would definitely be a lion or tiger like uh-uh. yeah i'm i think i'm gonna lock in tiger but Definitely don't climb into any cage at a zoo. <laughs> Please do not. If it's at a zoo, it's probably because it will kill you. Yeah. And that's the only way you can see it. Refresh. <laughs> okay. No, those are good. I got involved in the conversation. I forgot to refresh my questions. Oh. That happens. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ooh, I got a good one for you that I feel like you're going to go on a rant. Uh-oh. What is the difference between pizza and pie? This one is, like, kind of more blurred than you would think. Because, like, my gut instinct wants to say pizza is not a pie. And most of it isn't. Like, New York style, I don't believe that's a pie. But once you get into, like, Chicago deep dish, that's kind of questionable because it is, like, your thick pie crust almost, and then you fill it with sauce, like a soup. But then you start going into the terms of a pizza pie. Like, there's an actual term for that, and it's pizza pie. But there's just a flat-out difference between pizza and pie flat out difference between pizza and pie would definitely be the crust first and foremost i think totally different things and then like usually pies have the, the crust on top whether it's like the laced form or just like the solid one mm-hmm. and i know there are meat pies but again it's it's always the crust that's different mm-hmm. so i think deep just really walks the line i'll give it pizza pie but it's pizza is never a pie so is this like a pie can be a pizza, but a pizza can't be a pie? A pie cannot be a pizza. But a pizza can be a pie. But a pizza can be a pizza pie. <laughs> You're like, they are not I the same. <laughs> I don't like they never they never mix, but the deep dish gets real close. But mm-hmm. I don't think they ever actually mix. Yeah. What are, why? What's your take on the pizza pie? Um, I feel like it depends. I mean, my mother, you know, has... Uh, my, that sounds weird. My mom has... <laughs> I've never called her mother. That's so weird. My mother. <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird. I've never called her mother. <laughs> my mom uh, has a bakery, and she bakes pies all the time. And, you know, we... I, I've seen a pizza. I mean, I'm... I've... This is not my first day on this earth. I've seen pizza many, many times. (laughs) We've we've made pizza. And I feel like, you know, homemade pizza, that can start crossing into the border more of pie because of the crust that you use. But if we're talking about like a Mm. pie and then like a store-bought Little Caesars or Sam's Club pizza, you know, I feel like, you know, yes, they're both circle. Yes, you cut triangle pieces. But yeah. I would have to agree with you about the the crust. Like pie crust is just so flaky and delicious and 
sweet and it's just is so good versus pizza crust which is also good but it's more doughy it's it's heavier you know you can put like seasonings inside you can fill it with cheese whatever i don't know i feel like the biggest difference i'd have to agree with you would be the um the crust yeah i think that's really defining i'd also say what defines it and why pizza will never be a pie entirely is just the manner of eating. Because when you think, all right, I'm going to go get a slice of pie, you are having it on a plate or in a bowl because it's messy. And you always have to have a fork. Mm-hmm. And it's going to goo all over depending on how runny the inside is. True. Where if you get a slice of pizza, you sometimes don't even need a plate mm-hmm. at all. True. You can just hold it. True. Yeah. And also, when you think about a pizza pie, it's pizza pie, not pie pizza. So right. it still has the same crust as a pizza, but it's called a pizza pie. And I'm not sure because I haven't done any research into this, but it's called a pizza pie, I think, because the edges are so high. And like you said, it's more like a pie center versus the normal flat out pizza. Right. Did you hear that? No. That was thunder, like really loudly. Uh Uh-oh. Hurricane? I don't think we're going to be playing sports outside today. (laughs) Alrighty. (gasps) All right. One last quick question. Do all CPUs have the same number of cores? No, they do not. Uh, This is one thing that you consider when you decide which CPU to get is how many cores it has. So definitely they do not have all the same amount and you want to make sure you get the right CPU for your system. Yes. And I'm going to totally geek out here because this is right up my alley. This is exactly what I'm going to do for work, hopefully, when I get Go for it. There's also different types of power levels for your core to have. You know, most computers that go with the same one, like, for example, HP, I believe, goes with Intel, uh, the Intel power core. You know, Apple has its own thing or whatever. And so, you know, CPU for those that don't know, stands for central processing unit. You know, it's kind of like not the brain. Yeah, the brain basically kind of helps the motherboard, which is also another word for CPU, you know, in in some cases. But it's kind of like the brain of, of the computer. So the bigger number, the larger your CPU is, the like more things your computer will be able to do, sometimes the faster and also the type of core that your computer has, the more things you'll be able to do, the faster it'll run, the more things you can have open on one page, all of that. The more computing your computer will do. Exactly. The more processing power it will have. Yes. Well said. All right, now we are in our last segment. We have some time left. So it's time to play a little bit of a game. Would you rather? We have a bunch of questions. We're just going to go through it, find some funny ones, hopefully, and see where it takes us. Noah, do you want to do the honors of giving the first question? Sure. I'm so excited we have. I love the section. I love the would you rather section. <laughs> I was like, oh, we have time. <laughs> I know, it's the highlight. <laughs> okay. Let's see. There's so many good ones. I know. Um, okay. I think I, I might just do like an eeny, meeny, money mo type thing and just kind of scroll through. And Yeah. Would you rather listen to music from the 70s or music from today? I... Honestly, don't know much music from the 70s. Okay, we'll, we'll improve the question a little bit. Music from the okay. 70s and 80s or music from, let's see, to 2022 to 2020? It's hard because I'm not a super big fan of all modern songs. I prefer the songs from, of course, like my childhood area right that's why i didn't include that because i knew you would be (laughs) i would take that um i'd have to go with modern songs because there's some older ones that i just can't stand 
while there are a lot of classics that I do really enjoy, there are just some that I can't stand. So really. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to have to disagree. I'm going to go seventies and eighties. <laughs> okay. Because I feel like seventies and eighties was one of the peaks of music. Like some of the best bands came from around that genre, you know, the mm -hmm. band Metallica, 1981, uh, Led Zeppelin, 1968, uh, you know, uh, the band Guns N' Roses, 1985, like so many good bands that I believe kind of helped shape the music we listen to today were started in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. You know, so I feel like without them, I almost feel like we wouldn't have the music that we know today. Well, yeah, that is true. But the question was also, you'd have, so you'd have the music from today that was perhaps inspired of that. So we'd have the same t type of music. You just wouldn't be able to listen to the, the OGs. Which I love the OGs. So I'm going to stick with right. 70s and 80s. All right, sounds good. Now, I have to ask this next one, even though it's probably going to be a no-brainer, at least for me, hmm. but I have to ask you. Would you rather be Batman or Spider-Man? Hmm. I know who you're going to pick. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's Spider-Man, like... All day. All the way. Yeah. Um... I, I will say, if I can, that I think Batman suits you more. Yeah. But, I mean. I don't know. I feel, you know. I heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like I should say Spider-Man because I prefer Marvel. I'll take Marvel over DC right. any day, but something about batman like not you know strip away of the dark brooding everything his skill level he can go toe to toe with any hero and mm -hmm. or any villain and last a decent amount and right win and if not get close to it yeah like you know like he's very good i'm gonna have to say batman and plus, I'd be One thing, crazy rich, so that doesn't hurt. Oh, yeah. That doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. One thing I do respect about Batman is his natural skill. How it's kind of almost an attainable type level because, you know, he has no powers. So any, like you're saying, can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with these people, but that's all his own, uh, his own training and stuff. And his detective skills, that's his own training. So that's really cool. But... I still have to go with Spider-Man, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I, I see that. I see that. <laughs> Alrighty. Would you rather get rich through hard work or through winning the lottery? Hard work, of course. Why? Because I feel... Like, well, first off, I've heard really bad things about win, uh, winning the lottery, as we have talked about on the show before. But I feel like there's like a stigma behind getting rich from your own hard work you know you're they have the saying you're like a self-made man mm -hmm. everything you have is from determination and making it work and i feel like there's a lot more respect that comes from that from building your own empire than just happening upon 60 million dollars yeah yeah i'd have to agree through hard work but i'm going to add on to that to the end of because i i agree with everything you said that was going to be my reasoning too but i'm going to tack on mm -hmm. a little bit on the end everyone I, that i've known um that has worked hard for their money and now they're mm -hmm. you know they're living decently you know they have a good size house or whatever they are right. so nice they are some of the nicest people i've met but then their kids who were born with money they are so rude they are right. rude to you. They think that you're, you know, because my mom has, you know, cleaned houses for some people in the past. And some of them right. have been on the richer side. And 
the people have been really nice, but the kids. <laughs> and I mean, that goes both ways, too. Sometimes, I mean, you do have self-made rich people that are just really rude, too. But if you don't care about any of that other stuff, I'd say the one other reason why you'd want to be rich from hard work is that you probably have a good income still coming in because of whatever business you set up where if you hit the lottery you got that much money and that's it once you reach the end of it that's all but if you did the hard work you still have that coming in that's true so that's true i like that like that's that's the big brain move right there big brain (laughs) all right would you rather I lost it. Where did it go? There it is. Would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift or in a broken elevator? Um, Elevator. Yeah? Why? There's still a way out. It's true. Because, you know, I'm taking... you know, into account, you're with a group of people in an elevator, usually at least two other people in an, in an right. elevator. And then in a ski lift, it's usually you and maybe two people you, you came with. So we'll say three people for both situations. You're stuck in right. a broken ski lift. You're stuck until they come get you because you're so high off the ground. In an elevator, you can kind of crank open the door and use the force of all three of you to either push or pull yourselves up to a part of the floor where you all can get out of the elevator. True. You know, so I'm thinking as a way, I mean, honestly, I have no idea if that's even possible because I've never been stuck in an elevator. So I don't know Mm -hmm. even how much force that would take, you know, but I'm just thinking there is a a potential way out through the elevator than there is through the ski lift. It's true. Yeah, that's a good point. What about you? Um, I'm well. I'm not claustrophobic. I think if I was, that would be ski ski lift, no brainer, because ski lift you're wide open. Mm-hmm. But I think I would choose. I don't know. I want to say the elevator, just because I feel like I'd be more comfortable in the elevator because it's a nice enclosed space. Mm-hmm. But. Something about the ski lift feels almost like more familiar. Like I've never been stuck on an elevator before, mm-hmm. but I have been on a, what are they called? A Ferris wheel mm-hmm. and they always stop at the top. And mm-hmm. I, it's the same kind of feeling as being stuck on a ski lift. True. So I think I'm going to take ski lift because it's something that I've kind of experienced before and I've been on a ski lift. So I can... I've can kind of prepare for that where if i was just suddenly stuck in an elevator i'd probably be freaking out thinking that i was going to fall to my death <laughs> from all of those floors or something mm-hmm. yeah even though it's like an unreasonable fear that's true okay i respect that all right this next one is really easy for me to answer would you rather go to a movie or to dinner alone movie really yeah i said both (laughs) (laughs) dinner and a movie movie. take myself out (laughs) honestly yeah because i'd probably either go to the movie first then go to dinner or stop somewhere to get some dinner and then head to the movie but yeah that sounds like a good time yeah because i'm just thinking like you go to a movie right and then you have these plans for dinner and i've Uh no you know living close to a city you you walk through the city when it's ar- around the time for dinner and all these restaurants have their doors doors open and you pass and you're like that smells really good you know you right if if you're alone you can change your plans and go to that restaurant whereas if yeah. you're with a group of people you have to be like hey do y'all want to go here instead and i guarantee you the majority of them are going to say no let's go to this one Mm-hmm. You know, or if you get there and you're like, you know what, that movie actually looks better than than this movie. I'm gonna go for that movie. You know, like right. you you can. Ch- I guess it's more freedom. You know, you can change your plans. However, the or they say the drop of a hat, you can change your plans, and it's you you'd still be okay. Right. I totally 100 percent agree with that because I don't get me wrong. I love going out with friends and having a good time, right. but. 
there is a coolness about the freedom. We're just like, yeah, I don't really, I'm not going to make f- plans. I'm going to stop at a fast food restaurant instead. Just pick something up fast because I don't care. Exactly. Like you don't have to wait for people to get there. You can just go and do it. So it's a, it's a nice change every now and then. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. All right. Would you rather be too busy or be bored? Too busy. Yeah. Too busy. We all experienced being bored these past two years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather be, because I feel like I'm accomplishing something, you know, like you wake up that right. day and you're like, I have so many things to do. But when you get home at the end of the day, you're like, man, I, I did all of that today. I, <laughs> it's I, true. I marked off my checklist, what I was supposed to to do i'm done and there's uh-huh. just that, like <sighs> like i don't know sense of accomplishment i guess yeah on the flip side of that boredom is such like a like feeling of hopelessness like when you're bored like you cannot think of anything to do and like when i'm bored i almost like i can't even draw i can't even do something simple i just end up laying on my bed mm-hmm. like i'm so bored Feeling my brain cells actively dying. Yeah. It's a terrible feeling. Yeah. But I mean, being busy can be too. But I I think I'd take busyness over boredom. Oh, yeah. Alrighty. Would you rather have a desk job or an outdoor job? Outdoor job. Why? Because I don't like sitting at a desk for a long time. (laughs) And I like the outdoors. (laughs) I've known that since I was young that I wanted an outdoor job. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. Just now, my job is mostly outdoors, and my sister's is is a is a desk job, and I much prefer being outside than being inside. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but I mean, to each his own for that one, definitely. Mm -hmm. Would you rather live at the top of a tall New York City apartment building or at the top of a mountain? Mm. There's really two ways I would go with this. This is hard for me to answer. (sighs) I'm going to say New York City. Yeah, why? Because I love the city. I love the city life, having everything close, being able to walk everything. It just uh, I took a trip to to New York City before the whole pandemic and whatever. And I just loved right. being in the city. Like, I feel like I was meant to live in the city. <laughs> I love the city life, you know, everything. <laughs> you know. So what was your holdup? What was your holdup with the mountain then? Because I also love nature and I love being That's outside. True. I love hiking. You know, I love kayaking and I love being outside too. And so I was like, the city, and I was like, we can always vacation to the top of a mountain because I like being outside, mm-hmm. but then I also like to be home. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I should go with the New York because I can always vacation to the top of a mountain, you know? Right. You can't always yeah. vacation to the city because it's really expensive. But if you already live there, then you can just mm-hmm. factor that in. Whereas you could just yeah. go, like, I'm going to go over here for the weekend and we're going to kayak and we're going to snowboard and we're going to hike and da 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am going to go with city too because I used to live in a rural area. So there is a part of me that's like, oh yeah, let's live on the mountain. But I now that I live in a more urban area, I remember all of the hard things that came with living way out. Like you don't have <laughs> Wi-Fi and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now I cannot live without strong internet connection. <laughs> And accessibility to stores and restaurants and stuff. So I'm going to take the city and, like you said, fun vacation spot at the mountain. Mm-hmm. I agree. Alrighty, this one's a this one's a really cool one, and I feel like you're already gonna know my answer. Um, 
Would you rather be fluent in all languages or be a master of every musical instrument? Uh, I feel like you would say instrument. Yep. That's what I thought. I would love to be able to play every instrument known to man. <laughs> that would just be so cool. Like, hey, it plays a song. Like, okay, which song do you want? Let's do it on this one. On, I don't know, the oboe. Okay. And then you just go and play a song on the oboe. And they're like, oh, that's so cool. What'd you learn there? Like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to know something really weird? When you said oboe, mm-hmm. when you, like you pause, you want to say when you pause, you said, "Yeah, let's play the song on the my." In my mind, I was thinking oboe, and then you said oboe, so <laughs> that was a really oh. weird moment. Uh, what about you? I would choose instrument too. Yeah, yeah. I just love instruments so much, and I love music. Wish that I knew even more of them. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather lose my question? Found it. <laughs> Would you rather be four five or seven seven? Oof. Oof. Both are well above and below the threshold of like like normal <laughs> existence. Oof. Like, once you get below that and above that, like, your experience changes and you have to do things, like, drastically different. Oh, man. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm going to have to say four. Four, seven. That'd be Why? tiny. Because you could be the pocket size friend. <laughs> <laughs> All the nicknames for short people, you know, shorty, fun size, pocket size, midget, mini me. Right. Versus all the t- top people, giant, giraffe, mm-hmm. gigantor. It's like, that's not fun. <laughs> Which this is funny because you're like, no doubt, the tallest one of us. Yeah. Of us family. podcasters yeah. and like of most of our family. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Yeah. See, I've already been tall, so I don't need to be tall. Yeah. I don't need to be taller. I'll go shorter. What about you? I'm a I'm gonna choose shorter too because besides like maybe roller coasters, you can pretty much still go everywhere. Where if you're super tall, there's like imagine trying to get into like most houses and stuff. Oh no, that would be so annoying. Like you got you got a duck and you smack your head on ceiling fans. Yeah, no, that's mm-mm. Would you rather all right, what you got? Would you rather change your eye color or your hair color? Oh, man, that's really hard. Um, my eye color. Why? Because eyes are what stand out. When you meet somebody, you notice their eyes. And hair color can be changed, like, easily mm-hmm. with dye. <clears throat> Where it's not easy to change your eye color unless you wear contacts, which I cannot wear. <laughs> what color would you change it to? Um, probably like a really, really emerald green, like very green. Really? Yeah. That's cool. I would choose eyes too. What color would you choose? I would choose it almost gray color. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'd be like some cool rare type eye color. Now, what do you do in the situation that you ask that question to somebody and they say black? Run. just run away run black or white just get out of there (laughs) run that's it just run nothing else the appropriate response is run if you do anything else you're wrong (laughs) what's that song that just says run like run oh the sound I have no idea like I only ever hear that part of the song I don't know yeah yeah, that's what you do I know exactly yeah. which, which one you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have your flight delayed by eight hours or lose your luggage? Flight delayed. Flight delayed, yeah. It's the, it's, Why? It's waiting in an airport not as bad as you think. I yeah. mean, I was only there for like two extra hours, I think, than my flight. Mm-hmm. So I was there, I think... 
I don't even know what time we got there. I don't know. I was, I was there for a while, but being stuck in, in, in an airport's not that bad. You know, they have free Wi-Fi. They have bathrooms. They have snacks if you need snacks. True. Like, they have everything. Whereas you lose your luggage. Yeah, you're in the place where you want to be. but With nothing. With nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like you have to spend money you have saved for your trip. Now you have to spend it on a new wardrobe because. Yeah. How about you? I choose I choose uh, the delay because I'm very possessive of my things, and my precious. Uh, think I would be freaking out if I was not only in another country but without any of my comforts that I brought with me. Mm-hmm. Because then you're thinking, like you said, oh, now I got to go find somewhere to buy clothes and like a toothbrush, <laughs> all the things that I'm now missing. Yeah. Yeah, that's I I see that. You're like my precious, you cannot take this. <laughs> I know. Don't touch. Hands off. No touchy. <laughs> no touchy. All right. I think we got time for one more. Okay, I make it. Gotta make it a good one. Make it a great one. Spectacular. Stupendous. Amazing. I'm out of descriptive words. <laughs> Alrighty. Would you rather explore space or the ocean? Space. Why? Because I just have a weird fascination with space <laughs> and would totally go. And also something about the ocean kind of freaks me out. Okay. How about you? I picked the ocean. Oh, why? Because more of space is explored than the ocean. And that's probably what freaks you out about the ocean. That's true, actually. Like, okay, so. Go ahead. I'd want to explore space, but only the, like, I don't want to just go where we've been. I would, like, it would have to be way in the future. We have FTL engines send me way far away. Okay. But continue on with your reasoning. And, you know, I just, I, love like being around water like lakes and rivers and everything i just like being you know around water (laughs) and you know the ocean it is scary but i think we find it scary because it's not explored you know we don't we don't know what's down there we don't know anything because you know even though they're both practically the same you know, you can't breathe in the ocean. You can't breathe in space. You need to have special equipment to go in the ocean, special equipment to go in space. You can't do this in the ocean. Right. You can't do this in space. They're both practically the same. But for some reason, we've explored more space than the ocean. And so if I'm going down in the ocean and I find a new fish, I get to name that fish. Like, that's, that's my fish. Yeah, I think what like what you're saying is right because it's unexplored. It's scary. And I really think that is true because in space... I mean, I can see things and I know there's not just like giant space whales floating around out there. Never know. We haven't explored all the space. Never never know entirely, which that would be kind of cool. But in the ocean, like I feel like your visibility is a lot less and it's a bunch more of just like empty dark shadows. And because it's more unexplored, you never know what creepy heebie-jeebie beast is going to come out and eat you. Mm hmm. I mean, the ocean is terrifying to me, too. Don't get me wrong. The ocean is a scary, scary place. But, I don't know. I think it'd be fun to go in the ocean. Yeah, but, I mean, like, water is amazing. I love going out on the lake and stuff like that. Like, I'm not afraid of water, but... The ocean. Yeah. Going deep down where it's dark. The deep dark. The deep dark. The deep. The deep. Rolling in the deep. Adele. Adele. (laughs) If you ever go exploring, take Adele with you. Yes. You know, she's she's been about rolling in the deep. Yep.
Okay, that is the end of our show for today. If you enjoyed what you heard, check out our other episodes if you haven't. And don't forget to follow and review our podcast on whichever platform you use. That's right. You can now leave ratings on Spotify, too. Oh, look at them advancing. Finally. We also, if you haven't heard, have a blog. If you're interested in reading a little short supplementary article by our missing co-host today, Jaden, it's at modernfedora.blogspot.com. So go check that out because it's pretty good. It is indeed. Okay, see you guys next time. Don't forget to wear a fedora. <laughs>